Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 89 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. My name is Caleb Baldwin, and you can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's IamCaleb, and then another B at the end. Of course, follow my co-host, friend, and producer, Eddie Cornelison, on Twitter at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Please follow the show's Twitter, EC underscore Hero. Check out the show's Instagram, EC HeroCast. Eddie is always putting great content up on that. Uh, social media platform as well also please hit up our gmail echerocast at gmail.com and uh, one last thing check me out every thursday morning on the grave consequences podcast which is a part of the social suplex podcast network actually dropping on december 16th the day the morning after this comes out will be the second to last episode of season two and that is a that is a beauty Check it out for sure. It's got a death match, death match between, pardon me, uh, King Cuerno and Mil Muertes, and it, it's just an all-around great show. And with that, Eddie, it is Tuesday, pardon me, Tuesday, November 30th, and how are you doing tonight, sir? The Thanksgiving holiday is passed. We're one holiday down, about four more weeks till we get to the second one. Oh, I know. It's... Tomorrow is December first. My mm-hmm. goodness, I uh, I think I did this last year, but uh, December first, Grandma's birthday. She's been dead for many, many years, but you know, uh-huh. happy birthday, a real one. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll make that a yearly tradition, just because why not? It's an easy date to yeah. remember. I'm terrible with dates, but twelve uh, one, mm-hmm. pretty easy. But yeah. yeah. Um, Pretty sure I've got my Christmas shopping done. Yeah, I do. Hmm. I, I I started because uh, you just never know about how the shipping goes. I'm literally still <laughs> waiting on a Halloween mask I ordered at the beginning of October. So uh, nice. don't think it's gonna gonna make. Maybe next Halloween it'll hey, show yeah, up. Yeah, it might. I'm gonna say it might make Halloween 22. Yeah, I've already been refunded for it, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was it was shipped from China, so I mean China. Yeah, I just wanted to be the square from Squid Game and pass out candy, but I guess that was too much to ask. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, you are a square, so it kind of worked out. Well, square is the highest ranking uh, guard. That and I was gonna do. Uh, um, we do meetings at work on webcam. I thought people yeah. would get a kick out of it if i showed up with the mask on but yeah still waiting on it mm, it'll and, come it'll come by the time i mean by the time it gets here squid game's gonna be dated but whatever yeah maybe season two will be out so you know it won't be that bad i once if i once ordered something probably also from china that took four months to be delivered <laughs> pretty sure it just fell off a conveyor belt at the post office and sat Had there to. yeah uh, I once, and we're going to get into the movie, by the way, but um, but I, in 2013, the Braves won the division for the first time in like eight years, something like that. So I ordered a division champion shirt and a hat, and it came to me by mail. It got to me the day after their season was finished. So the Dodgers eliminate them. This is where my Dodgers hatred really started. The Dodgers uh-huh. eliminate them, and then... The day after my hat comes in. <laughs> That's the worst. Yep, sure enough. That's why I, I you figured it out. I'm like, well, I'm going to wait until the season's over, you know, to the bitter end or to the glorious end, as it would turn out. But going to wait till it's over before I actually order something. Where will your what will happen with your Dodgers hatred if Freddie Freeman goes there? Um, I will still hate them. I might hate them more. But I will not um, begrudge Freddie Freeman. Really? Yeah. I, w- I would. He'd be dead to me. <laughs> I mean, I can see where you're coming from, but it's like the man gave quite a bit to the franchise, so I can't, I can't begrudge him. Fair enough. Fair enough. The only, the only thing I okay, maybe if he went to the Phillies, I might hate him a little. <laughs> yeah, that'd be rough. Yeah. Yeah, or the Mets because they would still they would have Max Scherzer, Francisco Lindor, Freddie Freeman, and they would still miss the playoffs somehow. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Well, 
Uh, time capsule time? Uh, yeah, December 5, 2008. Oh, uh, what was going on in the world at this time? Well, President Obama had uh, won the election. He was President-elect Obama at the time. Uh, I was in eighth grade at the time. Not a lot going on, just going through puberty, voice changing, that sort of thing. And that's that's awesome, by the way, uh, when your voice cracks when you're calling a baseball game. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can tell you this is the first uh, first movie we've done since I have made the switch to Otterbein College at the time, now yeah. university. Well, four-year Eddie. Yeah, home of... Uh, we're a big drama school. We've got uh, you know, the guy that played Riddler on Gotham. He's an Otterbein alum. Um, yeah. Let's see. The guy that played Forty, Forty Quinn on You, Otterbein mm-hmm. alum. So, yeah. Um, two two quick stories about my first quarter at Otterbein. First yeah. is I got to interview a, a football player. So that was kind of cool. We, had a, we actually had a pretty good football team. Uh, yeah. we, we usually would come in second place in the division because we were in a division with Mount Union. So anyone who's ever followed, anyone who's like a big NFL draft fan knows Mount Union. That is a, that is a household name is Mount Union. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've, <laughs> they've produced some NFL players and uh, they're a D3 school. So. so it's like a North Dakota state situation. Yeah, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is D3. I, um. I'm trying to remember, because this isn't D3, but this is kind of along the same lines of that. Like Pierre Garçon, for instance, went to Mount Union. Um, Gives you an idea. But um, no, we once um, actually worked with a guy once who played at a college. I can't remember which one, but they played against Tiffin. And that probably didn't mean anything to you. It's a D2 school, but he was a cornerback. And he played opposite of Nate Washington, <laughs> who was a former Steelers and Titans wide receiver. And uh, he told me, like, yeah, I would line up 10 yards off the line of scrimmage, and he would still blaze right by me. <laughs> I just I had no chance. I would go out to the bench and be like, guys, I'm sorry. I just I cannot guard this guy. He's way we too gotta fast. Run zone. We got to run zone. We can't keep running, man. Yeah, it's... Uh... So yeah, I imagine that was what it would be like for a lot of the uh, the Otterbein players going up against future NFL stars like uh, Pierre Garçon. But that was yeah. one thing I did. Another thing, we did, let me ask you: Have you ever seen the movie White Boys? I have heard of it, but no, sir. Okay, it got bad reviews, and I understand it, but I personally like the movie a lot, and so. We, we were doing, like, a philosophy presentation or something. And anyway, the presentation was about, like, uh, stereotypes. Like, what what comes to your mind if I said, like, um, you know, white person from Alabama? What comes to your mind if I said black person from Chicago? You know, things like that. And it's like, well, the you know, that's maybe what comes to your mind, but it's not always true. That sort of thing. And I used a clip from the movie White Boys, which is about these white kids that live in a small town in Iowa with, like, no black people. And they they act black. They dress, you know, they sag their pants. They wear do-rags. They listen to rap music. Everybody in town looks at them all funny. They sell, you know, they sell pot at the high school. And then when a black person does move into town, he's like this clean-cut guy. He gets straight A's. He's trying to work his way and get a good college. And they, of course, want to be friends with him just because he's black. And then this this guy also happens to know people in Chicago who is, like, big into drugs. And he, mm-hmm. he begrudgingly introduces these white boys to these legit, you know, people in Chicago and... uh it's kind of a dark comedy, I guess. I won't really give away. I liked it a lot. I, I get why it got bad reviews, but I, I actually think it's pretty good. But I used clips from that uh, that movie, and uh, it was pretty good. I uh, That was a good class. I liked it. I'm Facebook friends with the teacher. <laughs> that's probably kind of lame, but whatever. 
<laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, I just got inundated with information about the um, college football playoff, which uh, the picture is starting to clear, but we'll see where it is. I'm sorry, Eddie. I got taken out of it. That's okay. You got a team maybe going in, and I don't. Well, a lot would have to happen, but I wouldn't say Ohio State's chances are entirely gone. I would. I mean, yeah, like I said, a lot would have to happen, but I'm not saying chances are entirely gone. Yeah, I think they're, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, the way I looked at it, it's like, I did not think I would go the rest of my life without seeing Ohio State not lose to Michigan. I mean, that's just yeah. law of averages, you know, so yeah. I figured it would happen eventually, so. Hey, hey, and this is going to be dated by the time this comes out and, you know, 16 days or 15 days, but, um. Lincoln Riley loses one bedlam in the next day, and we knew he was leaving. We just didn't think he was going where he went. <laughs> He's gone. Mm-hmm. And with him, he takes uh, several recruits, uh, probably. Well, recruits are leaving, and uh, coaches are going to go with him as well. So uh, the sky is falling in Norman, and I don't mind one bit. Yeah, it's a good hire for USC, though. To quote, yes, yeah, great hire for them. To quote uh, R.E.M., it's the end of the world, and I feel fine. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but enough about R.E.M. and enough about college football and enough about Otterbein. Oh. Um, yeah, I know. The What was the mascot again? Or Cardinal. The uh, the Wait, Cardinal? As in, like, singular? Like the tree? Oh, Cardinals. But, uh, okay, yeah. okay, that's less Oh, we did have uh, um, the quarterback for the Philadelphia Soul of the Arena Football League. He won a uh, an Arena Bowl championship, uh, Matt DeRazio. He went to Otterbein. So Household name. That's our best football player. <laughs> Household name, the Italian quarterback that won the uh, Arena Football League uh, championship, for yeah, sure. Broke the drought of Philadelphia. He, he won a title before uh, the Eagles did. So think Hey, about, buddy. Think it's... about that. Yeah, exactly. He he ended the he ended the championship drought for the city of Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> Technically, yes. Yes. Uh, the number one song in the actually let's save that for last. Hold on. The champions in wrestling and uh, in the WWE side, it's like one of these is definitely an oddball. Uh, Triple H was the WWE champion on SmackDown. Matt Hardy was the ECW champion, and John Cena was the World Heavyweight champion on Raw. John Cena sticks out like a sore thumb here. Oh, man. Matt Hardy is... ECW sucked. I mean... Yeah, it was... <laughs> it was definitely, like, ECW then is what NXT 2.0 is now. Oh, don't let John hear you say that. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not even true. ECW then is, like, a lower version of what NXT was before uh, 2.0 started. I've seen a little bit of 2.0. It's 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 pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's got it's got Rick Steiner's kid, and he's uh, he's gonna be something. I, maybe they yeah. can't seem to get any call ups right. So yeah, and if they do, they will probably fire you within a month. But either way, <laughs> uh, your, your champions outside of WWE in TNA, you had Sting, Ooh. and in Rick. Of course, still in his run of dominance and terror, Nigel McGinnis. We're almost to the end of hearing that name on here. Oh, well, let me tell you, I saw Nigel McGinnis's first <laughs> Ring of Honor match. Jet Jablonski. That's right, the Jet. Yeah. Yes. Great, great stuff, man. Got hired by OVW and fired. When you're um, a Jet, you're a Jet all the way. <laughs> Once a Jet, always a Jet. Um, the number one song in the United States on December 5th, 2008 was Single Ladies by Beyonce. Timeless classic, dude. Catchy as all get out. Yeah, that's, uh, man, that music video. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> Roll Tide. Cow Cowboy hat emoji. Yeah, that was, uh, that was something, um, Yeah. By the way, also, uh, get your tickets for Spider-Man No Way Home, because uh, it's selling out, even though we're three and a half weeks away or whatever it is. I'm not, I don't intend on going on opening night anyway, so. Well, I am. Well, Friday night, not Thursday. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I just I'm not a big crowded movie theater guy these days. I never like I wasn't even pre-COVID, like let alone now. Um, I mean, I don't. I prefer the movie theater not be crowded, but that's always yeah. the case, even if COVID wasn't even a thing or uh, even the Unicron variant. I don't whatever. <laughs> so, um, I just can't. Uh, just can't not see. Spider-Man. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't want it to be like Dark Knight where I wait a month. <laughs> Besides, I know something's... I know it'll get spoiled. Like, even Endgame. I, I saw that opening weekend, and oh my God. something got spoiled. So, I was just scrolling through well, comments on something. Ask, let me ask, who spoiled it for you? Because I have an interesting story on who spoiled it for me. It's just some rando on Facebook just posted in the comments, Iron Man dies. To me, like, this oh, okay. Thanks, man. Man, I did everything I could to avoid in-game spoilers as far as Twitter goes. Uh, Facebook, I mean, I just figure, you know, well, my friends are, you know, not selfish enough that they're not going to spoil like that big of a thing. Um, I went on Twitter and I muted words like I muted, I muted the hashtag, I muted the names of all the heroes, um, but mutes don't account for misspellings, and of all people. To spoil this for me, and I don't even follow this guy, but some, it was in that weird timeline time when Twitter was like, hey, your friend follows this guy. Here's what this guy had to say that you don't follow. Oh, I hated um, that. I, I didn't know yeah. that. That is gone now. Yeah. Um, oh, but that, that being said, that being said, of all people to be like, RIP my man Tony Stork yeah. is what this So he missed, he, he said Stork. I believe at the time, running back for the Buffalo Bills, Shady McCoy. I remember that. He did spoil it. Yeah. 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 LaShawn McCoy spoiled the Avengers endgame the day before I went to see it. Who was the UFC fighter that would purposely post spoilers for that movies? That was... Okay. And so, then just laugh about it and be like, oh, I'm doing it to get... I want to be hated and... I it's like you all are you're all virgins for seeing these comic book movies. Like yes. I believe, and this man is a walking gimmick, and I could be. I hope I'm not falsely attributing it. Hold on, let me verify. But it's not going to surprise you if it is true that of all people to do that gimmick, uh, it was Colby Covington. Was it him? Yeah, Colby Covington spoils Star Wars. Is the first thing. Yeah, that comes he up. did spoil Star Wars. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't. I mean, and then he'd be like, "Oh, if you're mad, you're just, uh, you know, whatever." Yeah, get out of your mom's basement or whatever. Yeah, very original. Yes, um, yes, <laughs> but we haven't even said the title of the movie we're reviewing here until now, and the movie we're reviewing, uh, the barely noticeable early December release, The Punisher. So, pardon me, Punisher. Warzone. <laughs> I had a uh, co-worker ask me what I was reviewing today. Yeah. He's like, oh, is that the one with Dolph Lundgren? I'm like, oh, no, you, so you've never heard of it either. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I guess uh, History with the Movie, which does not star Thomas Jane. Yeah, or, or Dolph Lundgren. Or Dolph or, Lundgren. Or... As I falsely attributed, Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones is not in this movie, so no juggernaut, bitch. No, no juggernauts. Uh, I'm bitch. guessing you have no history with the movie? Uh, no, I've, I I put out there the wrong information on the lead man. What makes you think I'd seen this before? I, I have seen it in the theater, and I will tell you this. What? Yeah. You're I, one of, like, five people, apparently. I know, I know. I will tell you this. Did I... you see it? Did I see what? Did you see it a month later? Oh, I don't. I don't remember how many, how long it was, but uh, <laughs> I remember thinking this was a. I knew there was a different Punisher. Like yeah. I knew it wasn't the same guy, Thomas yeah. Jane. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, okay, you know, Hulk just came out, they recast him, so, you know, soft reboot, yeah, that happens. So I went into this thinking this was like a sequel, but like, like I said, a soft reboot, like how Hulk 
or Incredible Hulk was to Hulk. But uh, no, this is a completely <laughs> brand new Punisher. I figured it out when I was watching it when they retold the origin story, which it was nothing like you know the first one where his family's all at a you know resort and they all get gunned yeah. down. This is a little bit different. Uh, so yeah, I, I had no idea that this was a completely brand new Punisher movie uh, that apparently no one really asked for because uh, I have the the numbers on it. <laughs> yeah. It was budget thirty five million, box <laughs> office ten point one million. That is a loss. Yes, a loss of twenty four point nine million dollars. Yeah, we haven't had a loss in a while. <laughs> yeah, I think probably since I don't know, what Shark Boy and Lava Girl. No Zoom. Well, same idea. Zoom was a big loser. That was two years ago in oh yeah. six, but uh, and then Catwoman was oh four. But yeah, this was uh. And then in real, you know, 2021 money, it's, uh, I rounded up to an even 32 million negative. Um, I did have one note on the director, which I think yeah. you might find interesting. Oh, <laughs> uh, hold on one sec. Let me pull that back up. Lexi Alexander. Yeah, is that is director. a weird name. Well, it's the first woman to direct a Marvel movie, so congrats. Well, this is a Marvel Knights movie, but go off. Uh, you know, Marvel character. Yes. But did you know, and I doubt this movie will ever be made, because it's been rumored since 2016, okay, and I'm sorry. it has not been made yet. Yeah, I'm sorry to cut in, but uh, when I said weird name, it's because all this weekend I was like, Lexi Alexander, that's a weird name for a guy. I'm Could stupid. Alexi Alexander would be a guy's yeah. name. Either way, I'm stupid. No, it happens. Yeah. But yes, this was a rumor since 2016, and like I said, <laughs> I doubt so, it'll happen now. So since the Obama administration. Yes. Uh, September of 2016. So right mm -hmm. before... Is that the he election? was president. Yeah, uh, right before the, uh, the Trump-Hillary election then. Mm -hmm. This was a rumor. And it was uh, that she would be directing a movie called Crossface, a biopic on Chris Benoit. <laughs> oh, that was her, huh? <laughs> yes. And uh, I gotta be honest, this is not who I would choose to direct that movie. No. I mean, no. I, here's the thing about that. I could see... Like, America loves serial killers. Like, the number one podcast is about, like, my favorite murderer. Like, who who do I love the most that kills people? <laughs> like, yeah. So, I have no doubt that a movie would be a, not a big hit, but, like, make some money. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man. It's like, that would be really terrible for the family <laughs> and the friends. Yeah. Um, that being said, Michael C. Hall would be a great Chris Benoit. Looks a little bit like him, plays a uh, killer on TV, so he's got it in him to be, like, the happy guy oh, and then turn evil. You mean Dexter. Yeah. He would, he would look... He, yeah, it kind of looks a little like him. I mean, okay. as, as close as you'll get. I yeah. Think. Other than, like, uh, may I pitch to you, hear me out, and I don't know his height, he could be a little tall because Benoit was short, leave Schreiber... Yeah, that could work. But yeah, I, like I said, I don't think this would be... No one's going to make it. No. And and like I said, I remember reading this that it's like, I'm like, who is Lexi Alexander? And then I saw that she directed this. I'm like, yeah. ooh, this is... Um, this would not be who I would pick to direct a movie like that. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> also, speaking of, when are we getting that Hulk Hogan Thor movie? Right? Isn't that supposed When's... to be on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Should be any... I don't know. Maybe COVID delayed it. I would assume it did. And then they were like, hey, maybe we shouldn't make a movie about Hulk Hogan. People don't really seem to like him that much these days. True. True. He could be like an anti-hero, like Chris Benoit. <laughs> uh, Chris Benoit is not an anti-hero yeah. in that story. <laughs> That's true. I don't know why I said that. Um, yeah, I don't... I mean... Chris Benoit would have to be a serious and super tragic movie, and uh, I don't... 
the person who um, directed Punisher War Zones, not who I would entrust that with. No. No. But uh, yeah, that's a little backstory on this uh, director. So. Yeah. That Interesting. Movie will not be made. If it does, we'll review it as a bonus episode. I promise you. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah, that's absolutely 100% a bonus episode. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm confident we'll never have to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That and if they if they do a full fledged movie on the 2021 Braves, I will gladly like figure out how to edit, produce, do all that, and then we can do that as a bonus episode. But <laughs> all that aside. Um, let's go to the actors here. First off, far and away, the worst, in my opinion, Doug Hutchison, Hutchinson, pardon me, as Looney Ben Jim, a.k.a. LBJ. I hated this guy. Um, really? Not in the good way. X-Pac Heat. Uh, it seemed like the actor was told, like, hey, do your best crazy impersonation, and he just overacted. Well, see, that's why I liked him, because this movie <laughs> did not take itself seriously at all. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I thought he, I mean, he did some cool karate stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. He did some cool karate stuff. Yeah. Didn't you that's, think so? That's high praise. Yeah, it was cool. Okay. Well, that's, that's all I asked for. But it's just, when that's your, your highest form of praise for a guy, that's not a good bar. Yeah. Um, that's like, what Maybe. was the kickball? Kick Jean-Claude ball. fights, uh, Tong Po. Oh yeah. Tong Po. That guy. <laughs> yeah. Tong Po who, uh, he, uh, crippled the American brother of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh God. That was such a great movie. We've all seen so many bonus episodes. It's just awesome. Yeah, that was a while ago. Um, yeah, that was a while back, wasn't it, man? You know, we've seen Doug Hutchinson before. He was really? in Batman and Robin as Gollum gang leader. I believe it. Yeah, and he was in The Green Mile, so uh, nominated for some awards. <laughs> yeah, 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 nominated for Oscars the same way that Jawan Howard is an NBA champion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I'd have to go back and watch The Green Mile to determine, you know, what was he like, an extra or something? He's Percy Wetmore. Who? Percy Wetmore. Sorry, it's been years since I've seen The Green Mile. You don't remember Percy? Was he the Was he the guy with the rat? No, he was the uh, the guard who was uh, super evil. Oh, the guy who uh, gave the dry sponge. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. He was great in that. Yeah. You look you look at what you've done, boy. I don't know. I like uh, old Doug. I thought he did pretty good in his Looney Bin Jim. Yeah. But... I really think they just wanted, whenever they you know made the comic, they really wanted to give someone the nickname LBJ. But, but I will say, I thought the worst actor in the movie was... Uh... Um, let's see. Don't don't say to, what I'm gonna say. I'm trying to find the name. I can't. Are, are you it, gonna say? Are you gonna say the guy who plays Jigsaw? No, it's okay. uh the the Donatelli, uh, the wife. Oh yeah, uh, I forget her name. I barely registered that character for some reason. She was the porch scene when she's just like. Well, who punishes you? Is like oh my god! Really bad, uh, real bad. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. No good. I mean, I know you're not going to get like Marsha Gay Harden to play that role, but like anybody, come on, get get the freaking wife from Saw for all I care. <laughs> like yeah. the the wife of John Kramer, you know what I mean. Yeah, well, speaking of Saul, how about Jigsaw? How about this, man? Dominic McNulty, West. McNulty, the drunk bastard. The, the guy from... I've only seen the first season of The Wire, but the guy who... He's great in The Wire, just playing a drunk bastard. And plays a pretty... You know, plays it you know pretty good in a serious role. 
and you have him here as a cartoon villain. It's such a weird casting. It's kind of like, and I'm not putting them on the same pedestal, it's kind of like Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face. Yeah, maybe. I thought yeah. he did great. I thought, Yeah, I thought he was fine. It's just, it was weird to me, you know? It was. It, I mean, it's way over the top. The whole movie's over the top, so I, yeah. I, it, it, I, I dug it. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert, this is not going to get the perfect 10, just for what it's worth. So no. Oh, and by the way, your, I almost forgot. Temper, Critics, temper 29%. Fans, 42 Um, No comment. All right. What about, uh, oh, uh, one a big enough role to mention, but shout out Newman. Oh, yes, Newman. I Newman. pitched to you that the intro would be the Seinfeld theme song. What, just a bass line? Yes, of course, man. It's iconic. It is. Yeah. What else we got, man? Mm, I feel like the only other guy worth talking about is old Ray Stevenson himself, the Punisher. You mean not Vinnie Jones? Not Vinnie Jones. <laughs> I feel like such an idiot for saying it, that. I mean, I, I caught it, but like it didn't really register. And plus, we were like an hour and a half in, and I'm like, it's not yeah. worth it. We'll we'll address it next week. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. As soon as I saw it wasn't Vinnie Jones, I'm like, man, I screwed up. That's but, all right. I've, I've screwed up plenty of actors' names on this show. It's yeah, kind of well, my that, gimmick. That wasn't, I was going to say, that wasn't me screwing up an actor's name. That was me, like, completely, like, casting a guy in a role he never played in. I'm pretty sure I've done that. Mm, but either way. Oh, yeah, you, uh, well, you kind of did something similar when we were doing Batman Returns, and you had said, yeah, the first pairing of uh, Michael Keaton and Tim Burton on the hero cast when Tim Burton had directed the first Batman as well. But that's as yeah. close as that, Which... that's come. Which I, I felt stupid why, by because it's like I knew that, but like at the time I was just like it didn't click. I don't know. Yeah, I mean obviously I, don't know. I knew that's like you know basic. I, I don't want to get but I don't want to get too far on the side, but I did watch Beetlejuice for the first time uh, on in full like oh, that's Thanksgiving amazing. night. It's great, dude. It's it's far. It's much better than the. It's much better than than a Punisher War Zone. Yeah, that's probably fair. Mm-hmm. But either way, Ray Stevenson, like, he wasn't really memorable, man. Like, he, you hated, you seemed to not really like, you seemed kind of bored by the portrayal of Frank Castle by Tom Jane. I was especially bored by Ray Stevenson. Yeah, I mean, he looked the part. Yes. But, yeah, he was a little, he was a little dull. Look, if, if... And I'm, there's no reason to think, I mean, based on the leaked photos of Charlie Cox and Spider-Man, there's yeah. no reason to think that eventually, I'm assuming, when they bring Punisher into the MCU, that it wouldn't be John Barenthal, but yeah. it's like, seeing that Punisher and then this Punisher, it's like, it's not even close. <laughs> I mean, he was better than Dolph Lundgren, but like Dolph Lundgren was, Dolph Lundgren was Punisher in name only. That was, yeah. I mean, you don't even wear the skull logo. It was on a knife for a yeah. second. Yeah. Uh, if I had to rank the first two, just in fun factor, I'd rank the 2004 over the 89. And I, I, I would like to think you would agree, but you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, if I'm power ranking Punishers, um, I'll go with the Netflix show. But if it's a show, we can't count it, then I'll go with the uh, the 04 I'll go with Warzone, and then much below, I will go with the 89. Yeah, and just check, looking at the scores here, um, for Punisher 04, you went 6 and I went 4, and then for Punisher 89, you went 3 and I went 3.5. Mm, interesting, yeah. interesting. But, but enough inside baseball. Have we talked about all the cast members we need to talk about? Yeah, the only other thing I'll mention, along with the approval ratings was it has gained a cult following over the years so for what it's worth why i i could i could yeah i could maybe figure maybe out why it's of, I, maybe it's because of jigsaw maybe yeah well we opened, oh by the way 
real quick, real quick. Um, I watched on Blu-ray, and the trailers that were or the previews uh, that were on this Blu-ray because I was doing something at the time and I needed to, you know, I had to kill time anyway, so not going to turn on the movie just yet. So I left the trailers on. Crank, um, Transporter Three. Oh, so, Crank, that was so, good. Yeah, and then uh, something else, and then Transporter Three. So we had a something sandwich, and the pieces of bread were Jason Statham. Uh, and then the spirit and the tra- just by the trailer, that looks awful. And we're going to review it soon. I'm not going to say j- yet, just when, but soon. And I am not excited. <laughs> spoiler alert for the end of the episode when we... Hey, kill- shut up! <laughs> See, now it's a spoiler alert. That's... Because you said it's spoiler alert. That's on you, man. I know, I, take- I, I apologize. I take no responsibility for that. Listener, please forget that we said that. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Blu-ray, uh, interesting time. By the way, a Blu-ray for any movie that came out in 2008 is really interesting because it's always like, some features may not be usable because of this, that, or the other. When, you know, Blu-ray was still infantile. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back when they had the war with HD DVD going. Well, I'm a big fan. I'm I'm still watching uh, Taxi on DVD, and I'm a big fan of these special features of Interactive Menu, uh, Dolby Surround, and uh, actually, I kind of like this one of uh, the the original commercial for the episode. So, like way back in the day, yeah. it's like, oh hell yeah, old time yeah. commercials. That's pretty cool, man. I got a I got a cop to this. I haven't even thought about checking out special features on these. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Uh, I looked last. Oh, I think I mentioned Dark Knight, and they didn't have any. Uh, I'll I'll do deleted scenes or alternate endings. It's if I have the DVD or access to it, but I don't yeah. have. Uh, I think the next one. Uh, who cares? We'll get to it when we get to it. Um, the plot. So, we open at a mansion for a mobster who is throwing this big party, and Punisher shows up. He kills pretty much everyone there in, uh, over-the-top gore. So, the, uh, one of, like, one of the guys you think is going to be a main character, he just gets beheaded in the first scene. It's kind of cool. He kills everyone except, uh, Billy Rizzotti. Rizzotti. Whatever. Jigsaw. Uh, Billy <laughs> escapes to his... Yes, not not John Kramer. Yeah. Uh, Billy escapes to his recycling plant, and we meet his team of henchmen. I wish we could have seen more of these guys. I loved it. <laughs> these three guys who just do parkour <laughs> and yes. are apparently constantly high on meth. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Back when parkour was cool. Parkour, parkour. <laughs> Big pop. I wish they did said that in the movie. Yes, sure. But, uh, yes, Punisher gets to the plant. He kills a guy who uh, is a henchman of uh, Billy, but we actually find out he's an undercover FBI agent. And uh, Billy is also he drops him into this uh, big thing, like a big glass smashing machine to you know recycle the glass as uh, the FBI storms the building. And I just love this. He's he gets sucked into this glass thing, so he's being cut a billion different ways. And then the FBI is like, "We got a live one." It's like there's there's no way you wouldn't bleed out. Like, but it's is a uh, a comic book movie. So yes, he this survived. is a this is not just a comic book movie. This is a Marvel Knights collection movie. So yeah, it's the you know liberties are going to be taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Must just be a bird. <laughs> at least, at least this doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. That was right. actually. I was leaving the gym yesterday, and I look up at the TV, and <laughs> what do I see? I see Peter Parker and um, Sandman. See, no, not Sandman. Uh, uh, Gwen going into the coffee shop or the bar, whatever the hell it was. With and I'm like, the oh piano god, bar. I gotta yes. get out of here before he starts yeah. dancing. Yeah, it's the piano bar. Now dig on this. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he says that. 
I, I'll be disappointed if uh, No Way Home doesn't make fun of that in some way. Just like some quick inside baseball line. I don't want anything inside baseball. I want when, when uh, Toby shows up, I want it to be as Bully McGuire. Just, oh, just, just sees Tom Holland and he's like, I'm going to rub some dirt in your eye. But yeah, that was on. I think it was uh, TNT. So TNT shows like 20 movies, bro. Yeah. They... <laughs> That's it. They do. Oh. Uh, so the agent who Punisher shot, uh, his partner, Paul Budiansky, has vowed that his partner's widow, that uh, he'll get Punisher for what he did. Mm-hmm. So he joins NYPD's Punisher Task Force with Officer Soap. And Wait, at... Soap from uh, friggin' uh, Modern Warfare? I don't know. His name was Soap. Soap McTavish? Was that his name? I can't remember. Um, I don't know. I didn't watch Modern Warfare. That's not... It was a video game, stupid. I didn't play it. Soap McTavish. Yeah, that's it. Well... I could be wrong. Play Warzone. Not Punisher Warzone, but just Call of Duty Warzone. uh, Spoiler alert for a game that came out in like 07 or 08. I think he got killed in Modern Warfare 2 by... uh, What was the guy... Oh, he was the traitor. I can't remember his name. Benedict Arnold. No, it was not Benedict Arnold. No. No, never mind. He was in the third one. Whatever. Okay. Well, back at Billy's, he gets his bandages taken off. His face is, uh, he's told his whole face was destroyed, and then when he takes uh, off the bandages, I love one of his henchmen just pukes. (laughs) Yeah. I've got to say, a shout out to the dad and son, the henchmen. They were actually quite entertaining like yes, he pukes I, and then his dad's like what the hell's wrong with you you can't control yourself what is your problem yeah <laughs> they were good i like them yeah i would agree but uh he kills the doctor which wasn't his fault i mean what you know what's he supposed to do your face was ran through g- glass shards he killed the doctor and he said back to formula yeah yeah well but he, no uh, um it, like, the doctor did the best he could, but it's like, there's a reason he's called Jigsaw now. Yeah, his face looks like a puzzle. <laughs> it, yes, his face literally looks like a pieced-together Jigsaw puzzle. Yep, and he decides his new name is Jigsaw. He says, Billy's dead, I'm Jigsaw now. Yep. Also, uh, they're on the way to get uh, his brother, Looney Bin Jim, who will be tasked with killing the Punisher. By the way, the traitor in Modern Warfare 2 that I'm thinking of was uh, General Shepard. Always getting wrestling news wrong. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so we meet Looney Bin Jim when Jigsaw breaks him out. He's a cannibal, so that's probably why he was in the Looney Bin. Yeah, I would say so, uh, LBJ. But uh, don't don't call him that in front of his brother, because that pisses him off. Mm-hmm. I did love when uh, Jim sees Billy. He's like, Billy, you look terrific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just because he's so crazy. Yeah. Well, Billy's face looked like, did you see PETA release, like, like what if we had people made of clothing? Or clothing made of people, whatever. And it was some weird jacket with, like, human skin. I don't know. It was stupid, but it's PETA, so that's... It's kind of the arguments they make, which just undermine their own message. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, a lot of wrestlers were posting, like, this is awesome. I would use this for my entrance. <laughs> like, this jacket with faces and ears on it and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Armbarn. <laughs> Armbarn. So, Punisher then shows up at the uh, widow of the FBI agent's house, Donatelli. He drops off money that he took from Jigsaw, but she didn't want it and wasn't thrilled to see him and acted badly. Because mm-hmm. she's like, who punishes yeah. you? Yeah, what gives you the right? What makes you different from us? <laughs> My husband didn't die. I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it speaks to how great this movie is that we're referencing other movies we've done. For sure. Or watched, rather. Pardon me. Then we get a weird scene in a lobby of a building where Jigsaw is disgusted by his reflection in the mirror. So Jim's just like, 
Well, I'll go ahead and I'll pull a superhuman TV show and just dives into all the mirrors for all the juggalos and juggalettes. Whoop, whoop. Oh my God. And just, like, hurls his body around smashing these mirrors and... Whoop, whoop. Jigsaw yeah. was uh, quite amused by it. He thought it was hilarious. I did, too. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, what is happening, though? <laughs> he, just, he just wanted Jigsaw to smile more. Well, he did. Yeah. He's, a good, he's a good brother. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, too sweet. So, uh, Jigsaw is... So Jigsaw is there to work out a deal to help bring in a shipment of a bioweapon into the city. and uh, <laughs> Because we gotta have a plot! Yeah. And uh, I love just how overtly racist Jigsaw is. Like, you're just gonna sell this to the ragheads and queens! And oh my gosh, like, dude. Yep. This is still not too far off from 9-11, so we still gotta... We're, we're getting... We're getting probably, I don't know, pretty far from it to where they're going to reference it in movies anymore, making it a central plot. But I mean, this was this was filmed in the uh, this would have been filmed during the Bush administration. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I should say I don't love that he's overtly racist. I just the character. It's 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 funny that he is, even yeah. though it's not appropriate. But it's like you it's, heard it. It's so. Over the top. <laughs> you heard it here first. Eddie Cornelison finds racism funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like and retweet that. Cancelled. Yeah. But, uh, so, well, he, to be fair, Jigsaw does unite all the races later in the movie. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, fair enough, yes. Yeah. So, uh, Punisher then talks with, uh, Microchip. I'm just gonna call him Newman, because that's a stupid name. That is a really dumb name, but yes. Newman. So Punisher's just like, uh, Newman. And <laughs> he's like, I'm going to retire. But then Newman tells Jigsaw, sorry, Newman tells Punisher that Jigsaw way, is alive. Sorry, sorry, Newman. And his soul patch. <laughs> I will say, uh, he's he looks like a good uh, a henchman for Punisher. Not henchman, but like uh, assistant for Punisher. I would agree, yeah. Yeah, they it's got good, that good, right. Yeah, this was a good cast. Yeah. But yeah, he he looks like a guy that would be like, well, I, I, I'm too weak to do anything, but I love the Punisher of what he does. <laughs> so uh, so he's like, yeah, Jigsaw, he's alive, and he's probably going to go after Donatelli's uh, widow and daughter. So he reconsiders. So then uh, <laughs> we see the parkour gang, like uh, they robbed a convenience store. They stabbed a machete into the clerk's head. And maybe the highlight of the film. No, there's one better. But the second best kill in the movie is right here, where one of them just does like this flip from one building to the next, and in the middle of the flip, Punisher just shoots a rocket at him and he blows up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great stuff, dude. You wondered how this had a cult following. Yeah. So. Yes, he uh, he goes after the parkour game gang, uh, kills them all in pretty comical fashion. He gets the the main parkour guy. I don't remember his name, but doesn't matter. He won't be around much longer. And uh, he drops him onto a fence, gets the information from him first. So Jigsaw and his crew show up at the Donatelli house. Punisher is attacked by Budiansky. And Punisher tells him about Jigsaw showing up at Donatelli's, and they send a patrol car. This won't go well for them. So, please show up. And of course, they are killed. <laughs> yeah. And paled on a sword, like the swordsman from Hawkeye, which we're not reviewing, because hey, we don't have the time. <laughs> spoiler alert, dude! What? I didn't watch the episodes yet, bro. Oh, that's your fault. <laughs> No, that's not my fault. It's been like five days, dude. Well, I mean, <sighs> do you even know who the swordsman is? No, not yet. Okay, well, I will say this. He's very obvious, the villain, so it's not... Okay. All right. Uh, it's the... Uh, do you watch uh, Better Call Saul? Um, yeah, I've seen it before. You know Lalo? Vaguely. Okay, never mind then. Hey, are you hearing a like click sound when I mute? I'm hearing a dog bark. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm. I switched rooms to record. The dog's I do a, room. 
No, not my dog's room. Hold on. You keep talking. Okay, I'll keep talking. So, yeah, they killed the police, one with a sword, one with a hmm, baseball bat. Yeah. And uh, let's see. So Punisher comes into the house, kills everyone except Jim and Jigsaw. Well, Punisher kills them, not Budiansky. This is the best kill in the movie, where I believe it was the dad. So there's the father and son henchman. The son gets, like, Punisher just punches a hole into his head, literally. Pretty good. Maybe the third best kill. The first best kill is the dad is uh, sitting at at the dinner table, and Budiansky has arrested him, and he's reading his rights, and Punisher just shoots his face right off. (laughs) Budiansky's like, damn it, Castle! (laughs) That was good. That was a big big pop for me. Yes, big pop. So Punisher then takes the Donatellis back to his hideout in the subway. The father and son are dead, which is sad because they were good. Yes, yes, they were good. R.I.P. to real ones, man. Well, Jigsaw and Jim get released from jail, which is curious, but uh, let's let's go with it. Okay. Well, they get released because this is a post-9-11 world, and uh, the police and the FBI are more interested in the bioweapon. So they said, hey... We'll let you get released. You do the deal to sell the bioweapon because this dude is planning on giving it to this Arab terrorist group in Queens. So they complete the deal, and then the FBI is right on the other side of the door, and they arrest him. Then they give him another job, get Newman. (laughs) (laughs) Which they do, like the very next scene, Newman's tied in the trunk. (laughs) It's not even worth... He's not even worthy of a kidnapping scene. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great if, I don't know, they made some joke about, like, the mail or something. Um, yeah, you could get him. His day job could be a mailman. Yes, that'd be awesome. Well, they, Well, uh, there really is no such thing as junk mail. (laughs) Zip codes are meaningless. (laughs) And, uh, so yes, they, they take... Yeah, they get microchip. They get to uh, Castle's hideout. He's not there, but they do take the Donatelli's hostage again. And uh, Castle goes to a church. Actually, he goes to the Notre Dame Basilica in Montreal, which Mm. I have been to. Oh, yeah. I forget forget you're Catholic. Well, it's it's also a... um, I don't want to say a tourist attraction, but it's like, it's something that like you would, it's worth seeing if you're there. Like it's, I mean, if you, the Alamo. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. And I'm looking at it on the screen. I'm like, that looks familiar. And then I Googled it and sure enough, that's what it was. Now there's no big neon cross (laughs) inside. Uh, It's uh, yeah, it's really uh, impressive looking. I would recommend it if you're going to Montreal. But yeah, I looked at it, I'm like, that looks familiar. I wonder. And it was. Montreal Basilica, Notre Dame, who's without a coach. Mm-hmm. And probably without a playoff spot. But at least they had Punisher filmed there. Yeah. So They'll he... always have Paris. Yeah. So Punisher meets Budiansky there and tells him, if he's coming, leave the badge at home. This won't be official police business. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jigsaw assembles an army of gangs of uh, black people, white people, and Asian people. And he does it at, like in front of an American flag and makes a big patriotic speech. And it's ridiculous, but it works. He united all the gang races, and they're going to go kill Punisher. So... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a whole whole speech, too, and he united the races, man, like you'd said. He did. He basically he did. did what Joker did, but, I mean, yeah, they focused it on Frank Castle instead of uh, Coleman Reese. Yeah. Well, Joker also uh, 
he wanted a smaller group. That's why when he took Gamble's two henchmen, or three henchmen, he only let one live. And he yeah. just tossed him a broken pool cue. Yeah. And by the way, there were only two pieces to that pool cue, so one of them was definitely dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <sighs> so Punisher, pretty clever, though. He enlists the help of the dad of the guy who Jigsaw snitched to the FBI on. So that guy gets his gang, mm-hmm. and he brings all of his men in. So there's a big shootout between all four gangs, and Punisher's just, you know, gets into the building on the second floor, misses all the chaos on the ground floor. So pretty clever. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I tried to shut that dog up, but it's not happening. Put him in the uh, her clo- and put her in the enclosed pool area. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> Second Benoit reference to the show. I don't have a bow flex, otherwise that's a great idea. Oh. Yeah. So after lots of bullets and explosions, it's basically just Punisher, Jim, and Jigsaw. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and after a fight in the bathroom, this is where we saw some cool karate stuff from Jim. Uh, he escapes, and he's got a gun to the Donatelli's head, both of them, the daughter, whatever. And Jigsaw has a gun to Newman's head. Yeah. And Jigsaw tells Punisher, shoot one of them, and I'll let the other one live, or else we'll shoot both of them. And Newman's like, uh, Punisher, shoot me. It's just a kid. So Punisher, he can't bring himself to do it. He shoots Jim in the head. Jigsaw shoots Newman. And then Punisher dives because he knows that Jigsaw's going to shoot uh, the Donatellis. Yeah. So Punisher dives in front of the bullets and takes them for them. But he's got a bulletproof vest, so it's okay. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, Punisher beats up Jigsaw. And in a very pretty great death, he takes like a spear and he impales him through the rib cage, like side to side. <laughs> Yeah. And then tosses him onto a fire pit so he burns to death. Cause yeah. Kind of stuck, can't roll off of it. I'm going to put you out of my misery. That was good. Yeah, that was a great line. And as they leave, Soap tells Punisher to consider retirement. He's like, all oh, the criminals will retire. And then Soap is met by a mugger and Punisher shoots him and Soap's just <laughs> like, oh, I got brain splattered all over me. Roll yeah, credits. Yep, roll credits. That was kind of charming. Uh, yeah. This was not a largely memorable movie. Uh, apparently there is a cult following. There was a little uh-huh. bit of charm, especially there at the end. Um, I'm going to give this a very gracious, in my opinion, four and a half. Okay. You know, I, the plot, very flimsy. It didn't take itself seriously. It was over the top. I, a lot of the violence was pretty fun. This was kind of be like if Tromaville was granted the rights to a Punisher movie and a bigger budget. <laughs> it's kind of how I would describe it. Yeah, that's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's entertaining. It's pretty short. Um, acting was not the greatest. Yeah. But uh, I'll give it a five. I mean, that's... Yeah. It's not that's bad. That's two weeks in a row where we've been a half point away from each other. Yeah. But... Uh, this week I went low and you went high. I sent you the quote. It is a two-person, so it requires your participation. Oh, well, then let me uh, open that up because yeah, I but had... I off, man. I cut you off. I... No, no, I it's you okay. to go ahead. I, uh... no, go well, ahead. What, is, uh, what is next week? We've got to tell the people, even though we kind of have. Uh, we already told the people. But that being said, folks, if you want to do us a favor... Before next Wednesday, um, December 22nd, so the last episode before Christmas this year, before that date, we want to go through and we want you to boot up HBO Max and we want you to watch The Spirit starring Gabriel Mott, um, is it Morgan Free or Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, well, it's a Christmas movie, The Spirit of Christmas, so. Yes, yes. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, I believe, is in it as well. Maybe. I, I know nothing of the movie. Uh, I know Scarlett Johansson's in there. Ooh. But either way. Intrigued. Um, yes, yeah, very much so. Um, 
but HBO Max, The Spirit, that is next week. Folks, we thank you for listening. As always, God bless you. Have a great morning, noon, night, whatever it may be, whenever you're listening. Uh, maybe you're listening on Arbor Day. I hope you have a great Arbor Day. Um, yeah. <laughs> that being you know, said, I, it's worth yes. mentioning, Jigsaw was an atheist. Did you catch that? Ooh, ooh. Really? Yeah, because there's... Uh, is when they break into their house, the mom says something like, I, I don't know where the money is, I swear to God. And Jigsaw's like, is there any more imaginary friends you'd like to swear on? Oh, ooh, like, uh, ooh. What a heel. Ooh. Yeah, what a heel, man. Going after my, my, my man God like that. He's a uh, he's probably one of the atheists that like has to post Facebook memes like just oh, letting my. you know. I, I can't. It's like, okay. Oh, by the way, you guys, by, <laughs> by the way, I'm atheist. If you weren't aware like, okay, fine. I don't yeah. care, but like, yeah. I I don't think I've ever posted a religious yeah. meme because I, lo- I, I love I don't think people care what my religion is. So, sir, yeah. At this point, religion's like a uh, whatever. At this point, as far as social media goes, it's treated basically like a sports team. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's like a not like a big four sport. It's like a like a MLS or like a lacrosse team where it's like, oh, you like that team? That's cool. Whatever. Um, politics on the other hand, now that's that's Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing I... what the new Twitter CEO does. I'm sure he'll be just as bad as the last one. I'm sure he will. Uh, interesting, he resigned the the first day of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. I probably just butchered her first name, but I don't care. I don't know. I just want Either. someone to not have Twitter be a dumpster fire. Yes. Like, yes. Get it back to when it was like, you know, I mean, you're never going to make it f- back to what it was in like 2010. Yeah. Like, get it to where, like, I won't just open up my mentions one day and it's like, you suck, you a hole, or something like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I just said, you know, I'm, I'm having a great Monday and, you know. Yeah. Like, but hey. I, 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 I've decided I'm not even tweeting politics. Or anything I, I'm not even a maybe a retweet if it's something stupid and funny like because yeah. politics can be very stupid at times yes but like it's pretty much sports and travel and various things in my life I no. just I'm I'm done I'm done that's, with it that's good man so that's take good. that Jack yeah at Jack Dorsey take that Jack Twitter um mm-hmm. <laughs> okay we're gonna get out of here. Eddie, I do need your participation. Yes, I got it. And uh, more religion, so. Mm-hmm. And, and ending on a bit of a, uh, what's the word? Oh, hey. And... Since we got the religion theme going, I know it's completely, like, against type for the Punisher. But how about a little George Michael? How about faith? That's fine, because uh, the only uh, outro I could think of was like hard rock and it was like uh stuff i would have to go through and censor like they played a disturbed song in this which i love disturbed but like psychosocial by slipknot as well maybe that was it maybe i got my well i like slipknot too but yeah yeah, i might have got my my bands mixed up there but or just completely don't remember (laughs) it's easy to mix up like the post new metal rock dude yeah well, I mean, yeah. I, well, anyway, I like Slipknot, but it's like you got to edit the music, and it's yeah. Uh, you know, it's better than Slipknot, George Michael. <laughs> sure. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll let you start us. All right. Well, as I was saying, we're we're ending on a bit of a um, I can't think of the word. Um, Spiritual note. Hey. I guess, it's, even yeah. though it's well, you're the one saying the anti-religion thing, not me. So you'll be smited, and I'll be spared. Yes. Yes, exactly. God be with you, Frank. Sometimes I'd like to get my hands on God.
Cause I gotta have faith. Mm, I gotta have faith. 